Hello and welcome to this episode of the Engaged Podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. And today we are recording uh, our yearbook. Yeah. Which is obviously a bit unusual because... Well, they don't know that. No. We know that. We know that. Uh, because the, we're not recording this uh, when we normally would in December. We're actually recording this... No, we don't. don't, don't well, November. Right. November. Yeah. Thank we, you, sir. We, we don't record anything in December. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've buggered off by December. Yeah. We're in kind of holiday mode by then. No, completely that's got, not, that's completely not factually got that right. De- you got that detail wrong. I always wrong. find that strange. After nine years, you still can't get the basic facts right. So what we're doing when... I think actually going... the fact we're recording this now has kind of threw me a bit. Because, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we're recording this now in September. Now, you're, you're going to be thinking, why on earth are they recording this so far in advance? Well, the fact is, we've got all the clips ready. So Simon's clips, my clips. I've already, you know. And I think for the next couple of months, things are going to be quite busy uh, for Simon. There's lots of stuff going on. And we just thought, actually, you know what? Let's try and get just what we can done if we can do this now let's do it now it's one less episode to tick off at the end of the year we can then focus more on the ones that we have got left but we're going to try and group them up so we can kind of because again should I try and explain some of this crap that's going on so yeah you could do if you want to oh I don't yeah um, this hasn't been a fun year for me I think it's trying to hard to explain to try and move it to the end of the year when it actually isn't because all of it's fairly recent mm. so in actuality the last thing we actually recorded was the Enterprise Season 5 onwards or whatever the hell you call it because I yeah. said I can't remember what you call I it I called it Beyond Season 5 and Beyond yeah so you can see between now and then there's five or six episodes and if you listen to the beginning of that one you know that something recently happened so I've had that going on and we need to obviously sort out well my dad dad and uncle need to sort out their estate and we need to sort out the house who we're already sorting um, and I started off the year not in a good place with my teeth which I can't remember how much I said back then but that was not fun either it's one of those years that I've not been a fan of. Um, and then in November, end of November, there is a commissioning party for the USS Mercia that we're now both a member of, and I want to go up there and see Clive and everyone else. And Which is in uh, Stoke, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So due to kind of those kind of two factors, Simon, you know, kind of said to me, "No, I'd like to get stuff." Recorded earlier, and I, I was fully on board of it. I think it's. We and we've got this. Pro, we've got this pretty well these days. After nine years, we kind of got this down to a bit of a tea. It's me for forgetting the details of when you actually record the input normally, but yeah, yeah. So, so that's why we're here, where we are. But not that you're not going to realise it, really. But that's why we're not going to reference five odd episodes. We don't know what we're going to say in it. Uh, for more of a mercy, listen to the next episode on Prodigy with Clive because Clive will no doubt, well, listen back to it. Yeah, and... I was going to say because it would don't do the time thing again. No, <laughs> listen back to some more details on that because yeah. he will know it all. Cause yeah, I don't. We're, we're just lonely ensigns. Yeah, unfortunately, we we know some stuff, but not much. Ensign Jamie and Simon reporting for duty. Um, yeah, but this is us looking back on twenty twenty three ish kind of most of it. Even yeah, three three <laughs> courses of the way through. Really, three courses, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, so obviously you know we've got our two sections. We've got obviously again we've got one fit. Uh, both of us got one each. Uh, a clip featuring Phil. Oh my God, I've really had to think about my words then. Uh, but uh, yeah, what's a bit of synergy this year? Yes, I think that's what you're going to go into. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, a bit of synergy this year for once. So, because um, one of, one of the clips um, is we both chosen DS9 clips. One Simon picks up from his old season review, and I've picked from sorry the best from episodes of, and I've picked something from this year. 
So what I decided to do is Simon's section one clip is at the end of it, section one, and then my one, the DS9 one, is at the start of two, which makes sense. And also, you went really old for your first clip. I did. You went really old. I did. Yeah. Um, the other one, I think the other thing will explain. I think. Beginning of section two. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just wanted to kind of put that out there. Yeah, but I picked uh, the one I picked was one feature and feel is the destination Star Trek. The very first one we did back in twenty twelve was the introduction to that, and I remember that distinctly. Kind of all of us feeling quite tired. I think you, I think feeling you in particular, because obviously you guys have done. Well, they've actually heard that one, which is nice. Yeah. So that's a pre-recorded. That's. Uh... Um, Back up. So if they have heard that episode in its entirety, I believe. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're kind of you guys were quite tired because you 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 both had driven that weekend. So I w- no, that was Phil. Didn't you? I swear, I swear, you did one journey. No, three. Was it three you did that? Oh, okay. Oh, big pardon. Okay, so Phil, so Phil drove us up there, there and back then both days. Oh, okay, right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I just, I think it was just a not three. We ended up going early. Phil joined us later, which is why we went in two mm. different cars. That was it. Yeah, I think the reason I chose that clip was because it was just. I think it was because it was our very first kind of, like, convention altogether, Star Trek convention, and again, not to kind of go too much into it because you kind of you guys know from listening to our kind of episodes we've done about conventions how we kind of feel about how they've kind of turned out now, but. It was a different time. Um, well, again, that's, I think that would probably be another media 10. It was, yeah. So, I just... So that was the five captains. Yeah. That was five captains. Yeah. So, I got Patrick Stewart's autograph that, mm. that year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was, the, that was the only clip that I obviously had picked. Because, again, we only normally picked just one clip, didn't we, from the first section. Because, as you think you said a couple of years ago, you need, there's not many, so we need to kind of ration them. So, what... Your, what was your one you picked? Trials Trib- um, Tales of the Triple Bank, the first yeah. part. So next couple of years I'll be doing two and three. So yeah. that'll be next few years. That's a nice way of covering Phil with the kind of ease. I just think it's fun just kind of listening back yeah. to them because Phil put an awful lot of effort into those things. So I wanted to kind of... I thought it was about time to bring them out again because I thought, dust, dust them off mm. and just... Put it out there again because I think it's a fun little thing. And you know, particularly the first one because I said that's Phil solely on his own. Yeah, he did that on his own back and yeah. just sort of said, oh, well, I've done this thing. And we're going, huh, what? Because I think, I think that came from our Star Trek, was it Pets episode? No, no, first tra- Trouble Tribbles. That was yeah. it. Oh, that was it. Commentaries, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did, um, and I think we combined it with St. Kels as well, didn't we? Like, Pets or something. I can't remember. It's something vague about that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's just. I say been going for so long, but again, <laughs> that was for trouble triples. Then he did more triples, more troubles, and then he did trials and tribulations. So he did one for each. Yeah. I think second one onwards, we got he, unfortunately, got us involved. Yeah. Yeah. So I think much to. It was nice of Phil too, but I think there's a certain degree of. I've ended up with that. What am I to do with that exactly? <laughs> I think. Because yeah. Phil had. Phil always had set visions in his head, and I think it was a bit like. I think he gave us instructions to just do what you want. It, again, this is a next year, really, but it's a do what you want. I think, mm. in some ways, I think I've learned that to my detriment where you just go, yeah, maybe I should have given more instructions. Like, I think in the second one, I think he's just sat there and right okay, okay, okay um, and just kind of fumbled his fumbled his way forward just thinking actually you know what no he, he yeah, did. as you said that was all in his own bag that, yeah that I think he did an amazing job like... yeah um yeah so should we play them yeah yeah here we go guys enjoy hello and welcome to the Engage podcast I'm Phil I'm Simon and I'm Jamie and we are all very, 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 very happy with the weekend because we've just been uh, to Star Trek London, um, which which everybody is talking about naturally. Um, we got up at the crack of dawn on Saturday morning. It was the crack of dawn, wasn't it? It was about seven. Then, then we got up at the crack of dawn on Sunday morning. Which is today, by the way. And we've had two full days. We didn't go on the Friday, but we, we found out from talking to people that Friday was a little bit dead anyway. Um, but the Saturday and Sunday, two full-on days of Star Trek. And uh, 
Well, I, I had to drive you, you, you two bearing back, so I'm knackered, but it's a, it was a lovely, <laughs> lovely well, weekend. It's a sacrifice you're willing to make in terms yeah, of Yeah, it's a sacrifice you're willing to make, yeah. But, <laughs> no, two full days of Star Trek, absolutely the best time I've ever had. It was just incredible. All thanks to our good man here, Simon, who uh, got Dra- us, yeah, <laughs> dragged us literally into actually going, going to it. And um, Well, so many highlights, so many highlights, and... We can't go over all of them because uh, otherwise we'll be here till cool. well Christmas. Christmas, yeah. <laughs> but you know, so you you sort of got into is it April? You were the one who booked in. You took me a a while. Took you a couple of weeks afterwards. Yeah. And I booked my tickets uh, good about for, uh, for about ago. two weeks ago and um, got mine on Thursday. Which I think was quite impressive considering. You know. Oh, well, I was scared actually. I rung them up several times saying, "Where's my tickets? Where's my tickets? Where's, Where's my tickets?" tickets? Well, but, yeah. well, my one was sort of sent to Simon's house because knowing me, if they were sent to where I was living, you know, I would have just lost her. I'd be like, I've lost my tickets. No, I can't go. First time in my life, I didn't forget anything either. That was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we all got the standard three-day tickets, which obviously for fifty pounds the weekend pass, which I thought was actually a really good price. And you know, you goody could, bags, goody <laughs> bags. Oh yes, you had um, pre pre signed one, which we all got. We all got um. The same one, which I think. Ethan Phillips and Neelix from Voyager. Yeah, which I thought was quite an interesting well, one. And they were slightly it, different individually. Yeah, like they, 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 they had signed. Well, someone had signed them. Obviously, yeah. you, you don't know because you haven't seen them, but they were all different. The signatures were slightly different. You could see on the G and certain little bits that. Yeah, because we compared them, didn't yeah, we? We compared we them all up. Yeah. But I thought it was a bit cheeky just having the one autograph, and obviously, we're going to be jumping back and forth from the Saturday and Sunday because it's all up in our head and we're excited about it. But yeah. from what, from what I, we, we had a conversation, as you do many times when you're queuing up with other Star Trek fans, you also got the goodie bag, and they, they got the, the same, they yeah, exactly they got the same, same one, thing. and they got their goodie bags on different days. One of them got it on Friday and saw that the people were getting the same autograph, so they thought they'd be clever and get another one on Sunday. I, 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 I actually spoke to a fan, and um, I think it was today, and they were saying, um, Oh yeah, yeah. Come to the goodie bags. I've got Ethan Phillips. I hate Neelix. I absolutely hate Neelix. And I just thought, well, unfortunately, you can't do a swap. There's mm-hmm. nothing to swap with. And you know, because obviously, unlike the um, the you know the autographs we could get that were on the ticket when you, mm-hmm. you know, they get punched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. punched. The Engage Podcast proudly presents the Triple Bank. Fun episodes about triple. Today we find our subject, Tribble, in somewhere a little bit confusing, and I don't even think he knows where he is. Enjoy. <sighs> oh, he's so stuffy in this. <coughs> oh. Well, see, what's all this about, then? I can see a little light. Ooh. Oh, no, his hand. He's, he's grabbing me again. Oh. <coughs> Whoa. It's big in here. Oh, who's that guy with the pointy ears? I hope he's not dangerous. Oh, I don't like dangerous. Especially those creatures that the Klingons send us. Oh, old teeth and legs and... Couldn't worth thinking about. Actually, I don't think he looks too bad. Could be worse. Could be back in that cage that Cyrano Jones has got me in. Ah, life, I suppose. I must go on. Can't keep thinking about the past. Oh, he's put me down. Good. Ooh, what's this? Mmm. Mm. Oh, what's this? Mm. Pretty good. Mm. Mm. Oh. Oh. Mm. 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 Glad I haven't got to share it with anyone. Mm. Oh. 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 I don't feel too well. Oh. God. It's. It's. It's almost as if I'm gonna have a. What? Uh, uh. Oh, God! Hello? Who are you? Uh, 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 where did you come from? Uh, Mummy? Uh, no. Well, um, uh, actually, I suppose I am. Hi. Uh, yeah, um, hi back. Um, uh, ooh, what have you got there? Uh, well, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's nothing. Just a, just a bit of food, I think. Uh, that guy with the pointy ears back there said it was, uh, Quattro, uh, Kitta, Kaylee, uh, uh, some grain. Oh, let me have some of that. Uh, um, uh, I suppose. 
Oh yeah. It's good. Thanks, mum. Um. Okay. Uh. Okay. Yeah, mum. Yeah. I'm a mum. Uh, yeah. I'm a mum. Right. Okay. I'm a mum. Oh god. How am I going to explain this to my parents? Wait. They're grandparents. Oh no. What a bit. What if I become a grandparent? Oh, Christ, this is all happening way too fast. Wait a minute. No, no, no. He's, he's going to take ages of time growing up. Yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, this modern generation, they take they take ages, don't they? They, they don't they just go and have children. And uh, Oh, um, uh, um, no. Okay, I'm going to be fine. Yeah, this is going to be fine. Right, um, wait a minute. Uh, you don't look so good. Oh, no. Oh, oh what's going on? I don't feel well. Oh no, not this again. Oh! oh. Mama? Oh Christ! And so, another fantastic episode of Tales on the Triple Bank. Well, we hope you all learned a lesson from this one. Eating too much will make you pregnant. Or something, etc., etc. It's just left for me to say that this episode has been brought to you by Triple Bites. The excellent food for tribbles, guaranteed not to get them pregnant. That's all. See you soon. This one is just again when I first watched it, I put it out standard, but I'm glad I've changed my opinion. God, it's one of the um, worst out of the lot. If you yeah. can even have that, I think, but it's one of the worst. After showing Bajor and spiritually the Kyle Pucker the wormhole, she's just going to be shearing Kira, crash landing the moon. Kyle Pucker dies and the three meet the unfriendly locals which basically turn out to be uh, two species that have been at war with each other but every time they get killed they come back to life so that's to do with the atmosphere and the planet or something it's a, a prison planet but they just can't die Yeah. Uh, but it's got some terrible scenes in it I think the most notable <laughs> is, is yeah. where they go oh oh Kyle Pucker are you alright and she, obviously she's dead and you you know you sit there going oh oh well, oh, oh, she's dead you know, we've only seen her a bit so and they all sit there going you know, sort of sit there going yes this guy going oh I'm sorry Kira she is going oh I'm sorry Kira and Kira's sitting there crying for ten minutes going oh she's dead come so you just sit there just wanting to slap her just kind of. She, it's she's dead. Just, just get on with it. Just, just, we can't do anything. And then, she, you know, she basically wakes up from death and goes, "Ta-da! I'm alive!" And it's like, what was all the crying about? She's, she's, she's fine now. She, okay, she can't go back anywhere, but never mind. She's, she's fine now. And he's just going, "What's the, what? What's the ten minutes of crying about?" For you, in terms of that, like, she cries for ten minutes. It's sort of like what well, for you for in Voyager with Jane Bo Pratt and quoting the Father Etzel. Every episode, every episode. <laughs> nope, can't do that. I've got my big book next to me. Look, look, it's just prohibitive in it. We've got. She, she probably actually, she, yeah. There's probably actually a book. I think um, about in Starfleet of the Prime Director, and she probably took it with the Voyage. Maybe it's in a ready room. Probably it's so big. It's probably in like five volumes, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the one overall is a terrible Not a good one. Oh, not considering the next few. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just... Yeah. That's what I always tell. I mean, for me, in that episode, I mean, again, it's a pointless internal war. It's a pointless episode. It had, it had nice ideas, but with the ten minutes of Kira crying and everyone going, we can't do anything, he's just sitting going, I don't care. <laughs> it's just, no point just kill her. Just, just kill her. Just, yeah, it, it, just have the done with it. It's itself, in a certain, it says in the synopsis, it's a pointless eternal war, so what's the point of this episode? Yes, thank you for wasting 45 minutes of my life. Just yes. like the next one as well is a complete waste of my life, but never mind. <laughs> so there you go. That was uh, obviously our our section one. So quite quite a nice combination. Yeah, when we had twenty twelve, that was practice days. Yeah, that so, that really was. That was kind of well, that was kind of practice 
version two, in my opinion. Practice it's, one was me and you. Yeah, it yeah. Was the original. And then, and then Phil obviously joined us as well. I think that that may have been the first one we got him on. I can't remember. I've got a list somewhere. Uh, how to get someone into Star Trek? That was the very first one he got involved. But actually, with. yeah, okay then. So that must have been a few after. That I think. So a few after this, after that one, then. Yeah, I think. Because so. I think that we did that with him in like October-ish that time of year, and then we no, 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 it might have been earlier. And then we had the convention yeah. a few months down the line. Yeah, I think so that's there's right, only yeah. like three months gap between him joining and him joining us. Us doing that, yeah. So, but yeah, it's hard to believe it was so long ago. Just oh my god. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's nine years from 2014, so it's even further back if you consider mm. practice. Because that's. 2012-ish 2011-ish for kind of proper practice practice yeah stuff that they really haven't heard yeah well obviously you know we've also you know got your see your DS9 clip as well that you chose which yeah I just thought as a fun reminder of that stuff because they appeared in very early yearbooks yeah and I think chatting to Marie hi Marie was kind of well it got me thinking of people maybe joining now that haven't heard yearbooks yeah. one to eight mm. that may not have heard all that stuff so I thought actually let's, re- let's drag that out again yes Jamie that's right I'm just looking to see what you've got there yeah so yeah um, and I think also what's really quite nice is the fact that as I said your your DS9 one has um, has led on to our section two. So one of mine is actually the entirety of our review of Battle Lines. And the reason I kind of, I went for that. It's the way we've grown. Yeah, just to see. So you kind of go from your clip of section one that you picked to kind of us now. But again, we still do this separately, We independently. We, we never sit there and... Um, swap notes no, this is one thing no. we never swap notes this is always independent we always have our kind of I have my set of clips that I have archived I have got available to me and it's a kind of what do I feel like this year hmm. but we don't sit there it's kind of there you go Jamie this is what I've done this year and he goes yeah, okay okay well, that, that's good and I guess <laughs> and he sends me the same thing and I go interesting I'm not sure I would again as I said Jamie before we're going I'm not sure I would have shown you some 2012 but that's, that's what I'm James' doing. prerogative. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I just put, I, and I, it was just quite as you get quite nice synergy. And so that's why I picked battle lines. I also have um, the AI control clip. So that was uh, out, that was your mum's episode idea, wasn't it? About oh, well, that might have been the one where I actually went. I'm not not keen on this one. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think actually, yeah, that's the one where I was not keen on it. When I listened back to it, and I went, it's a bit of an odd clip to choose but okay, whatever, sure. well I think I think for me it was kind of you know I've mentioned I think the reason I picked it was because I've met, obviously you know in past episodes that we have briefly mentioned AI and I've always gone oh no it's you know but again it's kind of that snippet that I picked it's like actually again it's showing that growth of actually my opinions have changed slightly where I've gone actually you know what I think you kind of you said it perfectly it's kind of it's not so much the AI it's, it's the people that actually program the AI or whatever it is so that's kind of again it's, it's looking at the bigger picture so that's why I specifically I know it seems probably completely and utterly random but that that clip just really spoke to me so that's why I picked that and obviously the other one um, was we actually both picked was um, clips from the Porthos what if Porthos saved a day episode which we did with obviously one in Jude I just loved into it at the end. Yeah. yeah. That's just such a classic moment. It's just such a Wayne and Jude thing to yeah. do. And obviously I pick, I think I picked kind of near the beginning of it. So we kind of we got into kind of some of the ideas. Yeah, you do love that canine idea. I do, I you do. You keep bringing it up. So. Um so but what we what what we what I've done and uh Simon suggested is instead of just having, you know, like a to separate things well I, I, my point I've made is in previous years I have done clips where I have merged 
yeah the beginning of something and then so instead of instead of so what you'll hear in section two for that bit is instead of the quantum torpedo sound it will be a processing sound bridging the gap bridging the bridging those two clips together because they're from the same episode so so yeah i just it simon mentioned suggested that and i thought that made a lot of sense so yeah i just thought so yeah but i think uh, you know the kind of the poor folks clips again they're just I said fun classic moments you know the fact I still can't believe we managed to get a flipping 45 minute episode out about flipping poor photos I still, I still can't believe that was, I think that's what makes Star Trek so great you really can if you think about it you really can dig deep you can get an episode probably pretty much about anything but I think having obviously you finding that interview did help as well I stumbled so. across it. You can hear it next day. I literally stumbled across it. I didn't. Yeah. Had, that was nothing I'd planned ahead for. Mm. It was just a bit like, well, you're all chatting. So it's a bit like, actually, I'll follow this link through. And then I stumbled across it and went, oh, okay, that's. You, again, I think you can see it in my face. It's a bit like, oh, so what have you found? <laughs> so. Again, I, that's in there. I put that in the clip. So you can actually hear the bit where it's a bit like. Mm. You can see I'm up to something. Because there's. A, I, I think it's that degree of Wayne and Jay, right? I leave Jamie to chat away with them, and I do something in the background. Like even in season five onwards, I'm busy in the background trying to figure out the kind of trip stuff, trip mm. book stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Explain that away. Mm. Well, you're trying to cover it, saying everything you know, mm. and I back it up with a few facts from memory yeah, alpha or memory mm. beta. Yeah. So. um yeah, um, so, is there anything more we want to no. say? No? So, yeah, here are our section two clips, guys. Battle lines, and one I'm actually going to put up. Fair enough, I'm not, but fair enough. A runabout containing Cisco, Kira, Bashir, and Kayapaka crash lands on a gamma quadrant moon. Soon, alien warriors appear and take the crash survivors back to their camp. It's soon discovered there are two groups of combatants, a fighting war in which no one ever dies. I quite liked it. Yeah, I must admit, I actually enjoyed this more uh, watching it this time. I don't think it's a fantastic episode, but I certainly, I certainly, certainly very watchable. Now, this is where we get back into uh, the Lost Files territory. Yeah. Because yeah, it's the next, would you say, next three episodes where we go back into Lost Files territory. Yeah, yeah. Because again, at that point in time, they were called best episodes of Deep Space Nine season one, back in 2012. And at that point, we had interesting ideas. And the particular ones that you will have heard in this one is the fact that I, at the time, was saying that Kira's uh, crying the whole time, 10 minutes over Kyopaka's death, and that Kyopaka, Kyopaka's return is like a stars in your eyes moment and i still maintain the stars in your eyes moment i think that still is a thing yeah i do agree with you there it definitely has that vibe to it whether intentionally or not yeah and i also found that i also had like made me remind me of the return of jesus yeah his resurrection yeah yeah which he dies is the... really interesting yeah so, definitely like, I, I did... I just, I just thought, I just, when we first watched it, it was all very kind of, oh, for God's sake, Kira, like, you know, she just sit there crying for quite a long time. And I think I kind of, in my, as I was, exaggerated a bit. And it was just like, oh, for God's sake, Kira, like, but I I get it now. I understand why, because she is kind of, you know, she is the, you know, the Pope of Beja, she is the Jesus of Beja, and she is kind of... So I, I get the sentiment. I, it is still yeah, the Stars it's, it's... and Rise moment going through the cave. I just think that's just hilarious. Just like... I think I think it comes down to Akira. It's like she's... Uh, she, Kai Pucker's revered, and like she's a symbol of hope and courage for all the struggles and strife that they went through. And then for her to simply just die on crack when they crash down this, this moon... Like nameless moon, it just feels so sen- just feels so senseless. So I, I, I yeah, I yeah, I do, I do, I do I agree w- with what you're saying. I wish we'd seen more of Kyopaka. Definitely, she does. I think come back in season two. I think uh, in the collaborator, um, 
when uh, Vedic Baral's having an orbit sphere, she does appear, I think, in that. Oh, she does, but I don't, for me, that doesn't count. Mm, yeah. I mean, like, actually appear in episodes in like, season yeah. one. I wish she'd appeared in more. And it does make me wonder what the future of Bajor would have been, would have looked like if she was still around. And I think that will end up as a what if episode. I think that's too good not to, not to I do. I agree. I agree, and I think you you put this up because you said again it has that big impact, doesn't it? Uh, the episode gets followed up in the South Africa Lion mission Armistice, uh, from the Victory Life, Victory is Life ex- expansion, and they actually manage to free them all from that world, which is really cool. Yeah, and I think I, I'll, I'll leave it at that because there's a lot more to the story to that, but it's quite a cool follow up to this mm. episode. And I believe, um, again, and, and I'll just say, because I know, again, the whole canon thing, but in one of the DS9 novels, um, Kai Puck actually does return. She actually does uh, manage to initiate peace between the Ellis and the Noel Ellis, I think. Um, well, yeah, she does the same in the game. Yeah, so. Uh, this is where they kind of cut corners. A type 6 Shattercraft Warpness so can be seen when the um, runabout crashes. Um, when really they should be using a Danube class one, it's a bit like yeah we can't be bothered. No one, would, <laughs> no one will notice. So they just pulled out the ah. Type Six one from storage from the next gen props. Uh, I also thought it was interesting that the wormhole didn't have any same impact on the Gamma Quadrant like it did on the. Mm. Alpha quadrant side, beta quadrant side. Yeah. But I think that's due to there's no planets or systems nearby. I think it would have been interesting, like, if the Prophets, like, if they, I I don't know how you did say it, it probably wouldn't have worked, but you would thought maybe the Prophets would be able to sense Kai Pucker, like, she's leading with Bajor. You would think they would sense her coming through the wormhole and there'd be some importance, but it isn't. But, you know. Well, it's. She, it's her going to do her next thing she's made to do mm. uh, and it's the first time a runabout is destroyed in the series so Yangtze King Kiang and it's replaced by the Or- Orinoco mm. so I, I enjoy it it's just really it's the impact because we lose Kyra Pucker and then that puts the series on completely different diversions than it mm. would have done if Kyra Pucker was still around because as I said to Jane before they would have had so much easier life so with Kyra Pucker rather than with yeah. what we ended up with with Vedic and then Kyra Win, but again more on that later. You do wonder if they if the Federation had would have joined the, Fe, the Federation sooner. Bajor would have joined the Federation sooner. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say you probably probably would have done, and it would but have been a let's, much. Let's let's put a pin on it. Yeah, because we won an episode out of that, Jamie. So let's yeah. not. Um, so what I like about this episode, um, nice to see the return of Kaya Pucker from the Earth pilot with reference to from a Missouri that Cisco offered to give her a tour of DS9, which is why she turns up there. Uh, sad, I said, very, really sad to see with Kaya Pucker's opinion speech about death because she obviously technically does die, but she comes back. Uh, I thought Kira's sad reaction. I thought, uh, I actually thought, uh, uh, Nana visitors, because um, that's the thing, we always used to pronounce her Nana, but actually we realised, we found out recently that actually pronounced her first name is Nana. Uh, excellently acted by Nana visitor throughout the episode. Um, I thought it was an interesting idea of a penal colony on a moon with orbited satellites where the Ennis and Noah list, which was originally meant to be Cardassians, I think was it, that was the original idea they had, um, reside in a continuing cycle of violence and death for which if you die on the planet, there is no escape. So you die over and over and come back to life. But if you leave the planet, you die as your physiology is altered. I like how the plot mirrors Kira's violent past, doing what she can, could to fight for Bajor's independence during the Cardassian occupation. Um, I like the, subtle, like the subtle hint that peace is the way forward of Kaya Pucker having to stay behind. Uh, maybe this will happen between the Ellis and Noelis. I thought the action sequences were well constructed. Well, they were really well done. Uh, and a Kaya Pakistan on the planet leaves a power vacuum on Bajor, which obviously has a big impact in later in the season. I saw secret ones with Vedic and then Kaya Win. Um, I think 
it's kind of the only one out the old lost fire episodes that i would i would put forward like I said, I didn't put it up, but it definitely has more definitely has more depth and merit than I previously gave. Isn't Absolutely. it so ironic that I wasn't particularly that excited about doing this and I've put up dress that be more than you have? Yeah, which I don't yeah. Yeah. Like I was trying to make up. Like I thought I was gonna go a bit short because I was looking at this and going, Oh for God's sake, like what the hell am I gonna choose? And I've kind of <laughs> Yeah. But as you say, I think for some of these, it's more of the more of the impact, isn't it? I think that's probably the main thing, isn't it, for you? Um, yeah, I think the next one I put up is because I do enjoy it. It has literally no impact on anything, but I do enjoy. Mm. I do enjoy it, but we'll get on that relatively soon. Yeah. Um, messages I got. Uh, when you cease to fear death, the rules of war change. As Kaya Pucker says to Kira, don't deny the work violence in yourself. Only when you accept it can you move beyond it. So I take it as one of your old uh, your messages. Peace is a worthy goal. Uh, religious anger. Uh, Thanks, Pucker, Jeremy. Was that one you were going to say? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. I'm not, not going to say that's mine, but it's not one, one I come up with. So I'm always going to give you credit. Um, no, no, it's just funny hearing it from your voice, Jeremy. Peace is a worthy goal. Right. So religious anger with Pakistan, this was her fate uh, in the hands of the prophets to help the two sides uh, heal. And that's the other thing I want to I'll, I'll mention it. It's more prominent in the finale. But one thing I would do say I really do like about DS9 and from this first season and going onwards is how religion is respected. Because um, I'm not and it's, it's not this is not me you know, slamming TNG, but in other Star Treks like. Religion just kind of said, oh, that's not the explanation. It's always science. They kind of just, that, that stuff, it kind of just dismiss it. But in this case, it's actually, well, you know what? We might not believe it, but other people do. And who's to say otherwise? So, um, and also I picked up on the notion of euthanasia. So Bashir suggests they could reprogram the microbes as a kindness to let the two sides finally die in peace. But, well, that doesn't happen. Because, obviously, I think uh, the leader of one of the factions says, oh, yeah, you could actually help us sort of turn it into a weapon or whatever. So, yeah, that's all i got. What did you get? Peace is a worthy goal. Never given to fear. <laughs> there are no excuses to to violence. Treat people how you'd like to be treated yourself. Violence doesn't solve anything. Help can come from the most unlikely his place is a kaipaka. Don't be prejudiced against certain groups. And no one is either good or bad somewhere in the middle. Um, yeah, I, again, I was I was funnily, funnily surprised by it. I think it was just kind of thing of, oh, actually, yes, yeah, this has a huge impact. I can't really not put it forward. That's fair enough, mate. That's absolutely. I completely understand that. I'm sure, it... there is that silly side of it from the past, but it's a bit like you know what, like you kind of can't take We've... the impact away from it. Yeah, and we've outgrown that kind of thing. As I said it does have you know Kira. It does, yeah, yeah. She's never met Kai Packer before, but I said she's. I think they have, Jeremy. They have. I th- I'm pretty sure I get the impression they had. Probably briefly, I'd imagine, but they have in some form, yeah. So yeah, but it, even even that, even once I've not put up, so like battle lines or in our part one, uh, Captive Machine. Yeah, okay, I've not put them up, but I've definitely enjoyed them more than I previously did. So yeah. Um, yeah, I next... think I've probably just got a bit hazy on kind of. My defining line between I really like it and I've got to put it up. So I think that's where really my. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but. You know. Yeah, of course not. And we'll talk before we got going. It is not essentially is it good or is it bad because everyone does that. And we will, we will yeah. go into that. But it's more about. Is the article I found online and I'll try and, We'll put some of it in the blurb or whatever. Because there the are some articles that I have got. I, there is another one, Jamie, that I didn't show you earlier. But BBC One about Stephen Hawking warning about AI. Mm. Yeah, I think we're kind of saying it's not. But it's, it's more not, about control. Yeah, it's not so much the AI itself. It's it's hu- hu- humans who have built the AI and the intended purposes they're using for it. That's where it lies because I think if you if you focus solely on AI is it a help or a hindrance kind of thing I think you're ignoring the bigger picture you're ignoring a whole other side to it which I think but needs to be addressed you're falling back to the kind of um, low denominator it's like again yeah. it's the 
it's all bad, it's all going to be terrible, we're going to end up with Terminators everywhere, we're going to be evil, <laughs> and all yeah. this sort of thing. And it's yeah. like, actually, no, yeah. it's probably not going to happen, because, again, it's the whole, uh, as in most laws, is that it? Um, laws or robotics. Yeah. And all that sort of thing. And he's just kind of going, oh... Yeah, and... and <laughs> Humans are always good at thinking about worst rather yeah. than thinking about the best, like praying for the best or praying for the worst. Yeah. And it's always kind of, oh, all these robots are going to be terrible. They're going to take over. They're going to get sentience and they're going to do this thing and they're going to do that thing. I just have visions. When they say about communicating with canine species, I've, like, one of my notes is dog probe like voyage voyage home you just, they just come across a dog probe and it's just like woof woof and it just kind of buggers <laughs> off back to where it came from it's like, well, yeah, well, that was... okay. no mate no mate. It, it, to check things out it like just flies around the rear of the ship and sniffs it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well that's the thing though could the, could the universal translator even like, obviously we know that it can pick up obviously speeches with obviously humanoids but could it actually with animals no it, it depends on whether the an- animal is communicating in an intelligent way because if their primary communication is quite basic then i don't think it would but that being said that's a good question in the future do universal translators work for gorillas or chimpanzees yeah, I mean, you know, it was written in the notes, like he speaks with things, but it's not like dogs speak. speak. They have so many different ways of communicating, so mm-hmm. it'd be weird to see how that episode would play out if they were to do that, because it's going to be, I know you're joking, but bum sniffing, <laughs> yeah. body language, <laughs> all stuff like that. Raising your paw. We're not going to yeah. get, in other words, we're not going to get subtitles at the bottom of the screen or anything. Well, Enterprise D had station ups, didn't it? So they had... Um, well, and in um, Lower Decks, you have dolphin um, crew members. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I didn't know that. I've not got to that. Oh, you boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything more we want to say? I think we've kind of... Sounds like we've kind of said everything we wanted to say about... You right there, I, think, I think yeah. so. I'll, I'll just say I, I love poor folks. Every time I see a beagle in the street... I think of poor foes and sometimes yeah. even say it out loud. And literally every time my wife just goes, what? I think out of all the animals on Star Trek, like whether it's pets or whatever, I think it's said poor face is my most favourite. Hence, you know, why, why doing an episode on him, so he must be. But yeah, it's interesting. This it, is a very silly film, but actually a few of these ideas are actually vaguely plausible. And actually, mm-hmm. as, yeah, as some of the stuff we've said tonight would work, yeah. Yeah, and it's like Some you, is, uh, nonsense. Riker but, would definitely work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was <laughs> interested. So, for whatever reason, as I always do, I've ended up on Memory Alpha and gone on the Pothos page, page I thought I'd never end up on. And <laughs> you know, I was curious. You know, Jamie was saying, What's up? I got surprised by a phrase I thought I'd never see. I'll put it in the uh, chat window once I've finished reading this out. Pothos okay. was interviewed by StarTrek.com as an April Fool's Day prank in 2011. He was what? Interviewed. interviewed. Oh, oh, interviewed. interviewed. Oh, I thought you said introduced. Yeah, I did. Pothos. Uh, oh, my God. Pothos so had it there's rough. A, there's a bit of memoring with us doing a show on it, and they did that thing for some reason. Okay, I'm just clicking the link. Porpoise yes, had it nice. rough on Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So yeah. there's... This is April 1st, yeah, 2011. Oh okay. Sh- uh, shall I read it? Yeah, go on. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Uh, okay. How did is... you win the role of Porpoise? <laughs> shall, shall I be the interviewer and you can be Porpoise? <laughs> Okay, so yes. Uh, so I, how did you win the role of Porthos? Porthos. One second, I'm just getting to the right <laughs> bit. Okay, okay, go for it. So, how did you win the role then of Porthos? Oh, it was rough. 
You knew I was going to say that, didn't you? Actually, yeah. Sorry. Couldn't resist. <laughs> the producers of Enterprise held casting sessions. First to find the right breed to play Archer's pets. And then, once they decided on the pencils, they had to find the right beagle to play Poofer. <laughs> Interesting. And... But by the way, you know the poor folks isn't actually my name, right? If you look at my SAG card... You have a SAG card? You're disrupting me again. (laughs) If you look at my SAG card, it says Prada. That's my real name. I played Porthos throughout most of the first season. They sometimes used another dog, Breezy who was actually a girl dog. When they needed a more lively Porthos, I was kind of insulted. I probably shouldn't say that. Biting the hand that feed me, right? And then, in the seasons after, they used Breezy. And another female. Bitch. Windy, if you... If you want to know a secret, they couldn't use real dogs at certain times, or for certain shots. They always use. They always had a prop dog. <laughs> True oh, uh, story. I wonder who has that prop dog now. How did you uh, like working with Scott Bakula then? <laughs> Scott was great. <laughs> He'd rub my tummy between takes, and you know those cheese snacks Archer was feeding Porthos all the time. That you uh, that would get Porthos sick. Scott really fed me cheese, and I really had intestinal problems. And by the time I'd get to the shots with John Billingsley, <laughs> you didn't want to be on that set with us. Under the hot lights, the next thing you talk to John, ask him about Dear Doctor. I was kind of a method dog. Oh, uh, what are your proudest moments of when it comes to Enterprise? That's easy. There were, besides the regulars on the show, only four characters that appeared in every season of Enterprise. Daniels, Saval, Shran, and Porthos. Obviously, I, we, did something right. I even got mentioned, or at least referred to, in Star Trek 2009, which was pretty cool, too. Yeah. So, uh, aside from Enterprise, what else have you appeared in? I, Prada, played Lou, the main dog, in Cats and Dogs. Oh, wow. Toby Maguire did my voice in that. I was also on a show called Dog Days. Wendy was on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. (laughs) I don't know about Breezy. We don't talk to Breezy. Breezy was a bit stuck up. Oh, so uh, any other thoughts for our Star Trek uh, um, Engage podcast listeners <laughs> before you go, poor folks? Have a great weekend <laughs> and April Fool's Day. Ruff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, yes, I didn't think my night would end up with that <laughs> finding that or that happening and... I've got to say, that's going to end up in somehow. Hello, bloopers. Cause... Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, there we go. Um, yeah. I, I think uh, this year, I think it's always, you know, we've had clips that we choose. I think we always try and keep, try and choose like a mixture of different ones. So, like, like funny ones and kind of more, more serious ones. I know? don't plan them. It's no. again what I feel like, really. I don't. Yeah. I think. And... I think the only stipulation we have is these days is we just try and include at least one we fill. Somewhere. That's a, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, but we just go for what we feel like going for. So, and I do love sometimes the randomness. I think I remember one of our previous ones. I think oh that was it when we when we went to um oh um I think it was when in when in Dudes. Uh, sci-fi paloozas and it was oh there was it the train doors or yeah I think it's like a two three minute <laughs> brilliant just kind of complaining his bloody train doors are so that was it that was it you say I think it was the um, 
The CC ones are quicker, but the the other ones are just like really slow. <laughs> I think that's from two or three years ago, Jamie. Yeah, I think. But I did, that's what I mean. You, know, you just never know what we're going to come up with. It's always, it's always fun trying to, you know. But anyway, um, is there anything... I'm looking forward to trying to see how you explain this away and kind of sound like, yes, this is like on to next year. And on to next year. So what, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it, or is it sounding a bit hollow, Jamie? Well, no. I mean, the thing was because we, before we started, me and Simon, we weren't sure how we were going to kind of go with this. Whether we we're going to kind of go, oh yeah, you know, we're going to make it seem as though it's the end of the year, or if we're just going to play it, kind of just go with. Actually, you know what? We're recording this now in September because, as we kind of said, it is unprecedented. It's very unusual. We've never done this before. So, but. So yeah, it, it's kind of strange. It's like we're recording this now, but this is our last episode. So. <laughs> well, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to say, guys, we hope I hope you've enjoyed all our previous episodes, the uh, last five or six, and we hope you've enjoyed our episodes this year. And we look forward to you know bringing you. Uh, uh, we're quite excited about next year. Yeah, we really are. It's a quite a quite dynamic year, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some really Quite a few. It's a well, it's a big one. Mm. First of all, it's a really big one. Mm. It's a big ten. Yeah, yeah, it's a ten years. So obviously, we've got an anniversary for fan panel mm-hmm. with good old Neil. Yeah, it's new. It's New Year next yeah. year. It really is New Year next. But that is funny. That is what I found a bit funny about um, my birthday episode. Yes. How. Over all these friends come out the woodworks, it's be like, I'm a fan of that, can I come in on that? And it's a bit like, oh, for God's sake, like, any more? Any more takers? Yeah, I mean, Simon's Burger episode, that's where I'm probably going to be kind of taking a bit of a back seat for that one. That'll be more you and Neil, I think, with me kind of just. just to... Neil and uh, Mark. Yes, Neil and, Neil and Mark, sorry. That's what I mean, woodwork is a bit like, so... yeah, we're doing this thing. Can I join? Sort of... <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty three certainly been another good year for the podcast. I think it's been quite a interesting year. Yeah, um and we will be back in January uh with an episode called Star Trek a uh, Star No Starfleet Upgrades. Yes. So. Which sounds bloody simple and I can assure you it isn't. No. And I reckon pretty quickly Jamie will get confused because <laughs> oh, you mean you mean like you mean like I did with the uh, the what if uh, defying uh, sector zero one? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> because there's an awful lot of technical terms in the upgrades room from what I've already. Right, I've but... been a fan of Star Trek now for how many years, and it, all the techno babble. I still don't understand literally any of it. They do in the shows. We were dealing with software and hardware. Yeah, so trying so to I, tell you the difference between the two that's going to be fun. Hour. Just yeah, we'll, we'll that, that's that's a worry for that's a worry for January. We're still that's the year future, Jamie and Simon. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, we hope you guys. Uh, well, I said have good, a good good Christmas and New Year. Really, yeah. I'll see you on the other side and back to square one again. Yay! Twenty twenty four. Here we come. Bye. Bye.